So I decide to put myself out there, show you all the good, the bad, the ugly, behind the scenes of making three powerful films, what it looks like from the inside, all the pain, all the glory, and I go to my buddy Mike Koenigs, and what does he think? This is Ray Edwards from RayEdwards.com, and when I want to have an impact, I know there's one guy I can turn to who will inspire me to do that very thing. And you're listening to his show right now, Ken MacArthur. Hi, this is John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Ken MacArthur's The Impact Factor Podcast, which means you are prepared to ignite. As soon as you meet him, he just draws you in almost like a grandfather with a chocolate bar and you're a little kid. You know a great person when you meet him, and I just want to tell you, he's a great man. Ken's also like Mother Bird, that he pushes you out of the nest even when you think you're not ready to fly, and you actually do fly. So thank you, Ken, for pushing me out of the nest. Whatever Ken does, there's one thing that transcends. He becomes a friend. He's like a big brother. His caring demeanor is absolutely astonishing. He he makes sure that, that you're on track. He keeps pushing you to go out there a little bit farther, a little bit farther, a little bit farther, and and not only that, he just like pushes you out over the cliff. Big teddy bear, so giving. Ken MacArthur is a synergologist. He can put people together that can move them forward faster than they can do it on their own. He knows how to accelerate those ventures so that he can bring together the right people to make things happen. This is a guy who literally focused his life and his purpose in life is to help people create an impact and make a difference in the world. And when you have a chance to get around somebody like that who's put such a such a heartfelt, deep focus on how he can help people make an impact in the world, any chance you have to get around people like that so that you can make the kind of impact that you want to make in the, in the world yourself is priceless. I mean, it's one of the most valuable things you can do and it helps shortcut the process to understanding exactly how you can get out there and make the kind of impact that you want to make in the world. Hey folks, Ken MacArthur here. Welcome to Season 2 of the Impact Factor Podcast, where we're going to explore the making of three films, live, behind the scenes, all the good stuff, all the bad stuff. Can I achieve my impossible dream? We'll find out. Shonda Rhimes is the creator of Grey's Anatomy and Scandal, and she's the executive producer of How to Get Away with Murder. In her instant New York Times bestseller, Year of Yes, Shonda shares how saying yes changed her life. A while ago, I tried an experiment. For one year, I would say yes to all the things that scared me. Anything that made me nervous took me out of my comfort zone. I forced myself to say yes to. Did I want to speak in public? No, but yes. Did I want to be on live TV? No, but yes. Did I want to try acting? No, 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 but yes, yes, yes. And a crazy thing happened. The very act of doing the thing that scared me undid the fear, made it not scary. My fear of public speaking, my social anxiety, poof, gone. It's amazing the power of one word. Yes changed my life. Her iconic characters live boldly and speak their minds 
What, does it hurt that you, she's married? I mean, does that hurt your, your heart? What's the matter with you? I'm trying to talk, girl. I'm like Meredith with her trials and petri dishes and Christina who has to practice talking like a human being. I actually care about patient care. Look, I can me. Um, anyone, uh, anyone ever think you two are a couple? No, because we screw boys like whores on tequila. And then we either try to marry them or drown ourselves. Huh. No, um, Mekon let me scrub in or I'm making you move out. Desperate times. So who would suspect that Shonda Rhimes is an introvert? That she hired a publicist so she could avoid public appearances? That she suffered panic attacks before media interviews? With three children at home and three hit television shows, it was easy for Shonda to say she was simply too busy. But in truth, she was also afraid. And then over Thanksgiving dinner, her sister muttered something that was both a wake-up call and a call to arms. You never say yes to anything. Shonda knew she had to embrace the challenge. For one year, she would say yes to everything that scared her. And isn't it fear that keeps us from doing anything? And yes, I'm scared. Forget for a moment that I'm almost 67 years old, that I've never produced a film in my life, that almost every film producer fails, that I don't have a spare million dollars sitting around to put into the film, or even a budget to develop it. Put all that aside, just getting up in the morning is scary. So why do I want to do this? Because if you say yes to nothing, your life rots. Your entire worldview in all three dimensions, whether it's people, practical, or process, you are unconventional in all three. That really only shows up in maybe one out of a hundred, maybe two out of a hundred people. It's rare that all three dimensions in the world would be unconventional. My friend and best-selling author, Mitch Axelrod, is an expert in axiology, the science of value, that's based on the Nobel-nominated research of Dr. Robert S. Hartman. Axiology accurately determines how individuals value the world and themselves. You already come to the game with a predisposition of being unconventional in all three, and it shows up in your Pathfinder as essentially your first three strengths. All are the same in that they're inventive and creative. The first one being about other people, that's empathy. The second one being practical thinking, that's practical judgment, innovative, inventive, inventive, practical thinking. And to complete the trifecta, innovative, inventive, individualistic, analytical. The lens through which you see the world outside of you is that unconventional lens. And it's triple unconventional, so there's very little conventional thinking going on. Axiology is a values assessment. It's not a skills assessment. 
what it looks at is whether or not you value something and how you value it. And that can be then related to all kinds of different things in the way that you operate, the way that you view the world. Apparently, I value things that are different. Your best environment is a creative environment. People get your first attention. Systems or processes get your second attention. And practical gets the least amount of attention. So to counterbalance your inattention, you need somebody in your corner to pay attention. Somebody who's, who's seeing the practical things. So that's the first thing about counterbalance. Second thing is somebody who sees it in a more conventional way because the double edge of the double-edged sword of unconventional, where on one side it's great in terms of your creative ability to innovate, to invent, to create, the flip side of that is because you value that so much, you could actually overlook some very conventional practical solutions to things that might not fulfill your value or you might not be paying attention to it because your attention is focused more on either people or process. We've all got our quirks, right? <laughs> Apparently, I don't really value money that much and that's going to be a big problem in this project because building three films takes a lot of money. And being unconventional may not be a terrific asset either. If I'm thinking differently and you're thinking conventionally, then maybe my ideas won't resonate with your ideas. In fact, it turns out that not everybody agrees with me. Not everybody shares my passions. Not everybody likes what I'm doing. And so the fear... What will people say? Because I care about what you say. As a matter of fact, as Mitch went along, he talked about my values and how much I care about what you think about what I'm doing, how that impacts you, because I care about you. But along the way, I'm going to get a lot of criticism. A lot of people are not going to agree. And that's true for any creative person. No matter what your vision is, nobody thinks like you do. Just to give you an idea, I put out the teaser that you heard at the beginning of this podcast to a group of people to see what their reactions would be, and the reactions were all over the board. John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, one of the top podcasters in the world, wrote back, I love it. Vicki Helm wrote, Ken, with four explanation points. This is outstanding. Music choice is exciting and truly upbeat. This is simply brilliant, all in caps, my friend. I've listened to it twice. Nice, Ken, really nice. That's good stuff. But then there was Ed. Dude, dude, dude. The beginning of the podcast, that laughter, a little bit staged, too many endorsements, took too long to get to the meat of the podcast a little self-absorbed there kenny other than that man pretty cool um i only listened to the intro man because it took so long to get to the meat i tuned out good luck and uh, there's some good stuff in there i'm sure i will listen bye <laughs> thanks so much ed just a funny aside that first part with mike uh, koenig's laughing um 
is not his reaction to this project. I actually ran across a sound effect that was labeled Mike Koenig's laughing, and I just couldn't resist putting it in there. By the way, Ed was right on. It does take a long time to get to the podcast, and I did put a lot of endorsements at the front of it. And there's a good chance that some people will tune out because they've heard it all before. But hopefully, I'm introducing this podcast and myself to a large number of new people. And I really want them to realize that some people, at least, like me. It's called Social Proof. And when you're just getting to know somebody, a quick introduction to the best side of you is a good way to get started. So hopefully it won't be too much for too many people, and probably I'll be shortening that up a heck of a lot as the podcasts go on. Bottom line, not everybody's going to like you. Shonda Rhimes, when she was going through her year of yes, started to realize that she didn't have to make everybody in the world happy. I'm not going to be able to make everybody in the world happy either. As a matter of fact, as I went through the process, there were a lot of people that didn't like what I was writing. They didn't like the way I had to say it. They didn't like the way I was going about it. They thought I was completely unrealistic. And I'm not talking just people off the street. I'm talking about world-class experts who should know exactly what they're talking about and who I should be listening to. Because along this journey, I'm seeking out some of the best experts in the world, and they're going to share their frank opinions with you and with me. And I'm sure some of them I'll listen to and you'll listen to, and some of them we won't, because we all have to make our own way. Before I get you to where we are now and start telling you about all of the exciting things that are going right at this instant, I need to tell you how we got there. So our next podcast is going to be all about how did we get here to this point? What did those people say when I was just thinking about the idea when it was nothing but a little bit of nugget in my brain? If you're going to produce three films, you better have something to say. When do we reject the unconventional and when do we embrace the conventional? I want to do this in the best way possible to reach the maximum amount of people to get a simple message of hope out to millions of people. I know you do too. Whether you're producing a movie or you're an author or whether you're just Joe Blow on the street, we all want our lives to be significant. So I think you're going to learn a lot along the journey because I'm bringing in some great people that will share their insights with you. And because this is what life is like. It's not always easy. Sometimes we complain way too much, but it's always an adventure. And I'm glad you're on this adventure with me. Coming up in the next podcast, how did this idea get started? What did people say at the very, very beginning? What was the criticism? What did I have to go through to prove myself? Can we make the impossible possible? I'll be talking to you soon. Go out there and make a difference in the world because you already matter. You make a difference whether you want to or not. subscribe to this podcast, please go to KenMacArthur.com forward slash iTunes. 
And be sure and leave a review and share it with your friends. It really makes a difference. The latest and greatest is always available at KenMacArthur.com. That's K-E-N-M-C-A-R-T-H-U-R dot com.